0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Whenever they happened and my contract was terminated, I didn't know where where things were going to go. So at first I took care of myself. And that was at the that was at the front of it. Is take care of yourself, get yourself in a better position, and, and you know move on from there. Take it day by day, and it's been uh, it's been two months, and every day is uh, is a step in the right direction, and and that's what I'm going to continue to do.
1: There you go. That's Corey Perry, the latest member of the newest member, I should say, of your Edmonton Oilers. It's 635 in Edmonton and uh, yeah, a pretty powerful message that Perry comes with these days in terms of uh, addressing an issue in a public manner. Obviously, the fallout in Chicago was uh, disastrous and uh, it's been a long and tough two months for him. And I think uh, a bit of a bit of a, an inspirational journey, uh, it, hopefully. It, ending in triumph for this team we're going to go down to the farm though in this next segment where things have been uh, piping hot just as they are at the nhl level the two teams i saw this tweet that they uh, the team put out the two teams are combining for a 23 1 and 2 record over their last 26 games between the oilers and the condors so the organization has got something going right now uh, Good juju, I believe, is what the kids call it. Something like that. Anyway, let's find out exactly what's going on there. Down on the farm, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors is Colin Chalk. And he joins us once a week on the farm report brought to you by Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional bathroom renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know that your bathroom will turn out great. Colin, appreciate you jumping on tonight. Uh, I guess things are going pretty good. For you in Condors Town,
2: yeah, the guys are uh, guys are playing hard, defending well. Um, you know, both goaltenders are playing exceptional, and uh, we're getting some scoring. So, you know, it's usually a recipe to, to uh, stack some Ws on top of each other. 10
1: 1 and 2 in the last 13 games that adds up to points in 12 of 13 talk to me about some of the building blocks here that have fallen into place over the last uh, several games is it health have you found some nice line combinations what do you think is really starting to separate this
2: well, I I think um, you know really from day one just the foundation of defending, blocking shots, uh, you know, and really being a hard team to play against, and and I think that was been been really good. Uh, we weren't scoring, you know, uh, so we, we started to score uh, more five on five. The power plays started to click as of late, and, uh, and then we're also getting some depth scoring. So it's been a little bit of a little bit of a combination, and then also you know you got someone like Jaden Gru, right, who who's uh, more of a, of a shutdown guy. Uh, you know big face off uh, penalty killer. You, you see someone like him who's starting to uh, starting to understand how to play five on five and you know you, 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 don't, you don't really don't know and you don't expect for him to, for a player you know, to have six goals at this point. So you're getting some depth scoring and, uh, and, I, and I think right now everyone's feeling real, real important and real good about themselves
1: talk to me about uh, finding how to make some of these players like Xavier Borgo and, and uh, others, Ty Tullio, I know he's missed some time this year, but trying to really make sure that the offensive, um, you know, trying to get those juices flowing as a first round pick, I think a lot of people are maybe looking for more offense, but what can you tell us about uh, Borgo and how he's, uh, you know, they're trying to put the pieces together?
2: Yeah, you know Xavier you're you know uh, you, you think okay first round pick and you know you'd like him to score 20 goals in his second year in the American League and be around that and, and you have those high expectations and uh and it kind of leaves you wanting more, and that's sort of like the 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 the, uh, the general eye would see that. Um, you know, uh, we think Xavier can offer more and can bring more, but when we look at his from a scoring chances for, um, he's been consistent. He's been consistent. He hasn't been, uh, you know, really hot or really cold. Uh, you know, we we track uh, all all his scoring chances for and against, whether they're primary or secondary. He's been consistent all all year. So. I, I I do believe that um, you know that he'll keep uh, climbing and keep getting better, but I, I do think it's it's more of a uh, of a slower process. Uh, you know, would we would we like it to be uh, uh, faster? Sure. You know, uh, you see someone like Raph it took him three years, right? You know, I know he wasn't a first round pick, but he was rated in the first round. So, you know, Xavier is has uh, put weight on. Uh, he's gotten stronger. He, he's learned to get to the harder areas. Um, you know, he just needs to keep doing it and. Um, you know and understand that eventually it's going to go in but you know he's learned how to defend and um, you know he's learned a lot in the in the year and a half here a year and a third uh, in Condorstown Condor's head coach
1: Colin Chalk on the line right now for Wave bathroom renovations. Philip Roberg is really impressing uh, from everything that I've heard about his time down there in the A. He's playing big minutes. What are you uh, seeing now with this stint about just maybe a more comfortable
2: commanding demeanor from another former first rounder? Yeah, you know, that that's almost a great comparison. A little bit, you know, obviously completely different position, but you know, I had Phillip run the first power play in his rookie year, and then there was ups and downs and, you know, call-ups and send-downs and, uh, you know, learning uh, a new style of play and and then, you know, you fast forward here in, into year three, and he's a dominating force in the American League. You know, right now he's playing, you know, high 20s in minutes. He's running our first power play. Uh, you know, part of the reason why we were 4-for-5 last night and 3-for-7 the night before. He's killing penalties. Part of the reason why our penalty kill has uh, killed a 5-on-3 uh, last night on the tie game, and, uh, you know, we scoring a 5-on-3. So um, he's, a, he's, a, he's an impact different. For- uh, he's able to skate himself out of, out of uh, um, uh, problems. He's, uh, he's blocking shots. He's committing to defending. You know, we'd like him to, to be a little bit harder and be a little more physical at times. And th- those are areas, as a young player, he's, he's growing and learning. But um, he's, he's controlling the game back there. And, uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is his teammates accept him. Uh, and uh, I think he's really enjoying his time here. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting him ready for that next step whenever the big club uh, calls on.
1: I imagine for now, though, it's awfully nice to have somebody like that because of how big the stature is. Maybe he doesn't engage a whole lot physically, but when you've got a big team like the Calgary Wranglers, and I see a scoreline of 7-3, to I think, well, there was an awful lot going right for your team. I think a puck management and and those types of things, and you you can't have that unless you've got a defenseman out there. If he's playing that much, that's comfortable in that kind of setting. So I wonder how he has has been in, in a... Pacific Division right uh, that has some of these bigger and even more veteran teams for AHL clubs and how Broberg's adjusting to that pace
2: yeah, you know, if you, um, you know, for someone who may not watch the American Hockey League a lot, the, the Pacific Division is completely different uh, than, than any other, division. it's a lot, it's a lot older, it's a lot more seasoned, it's a lot heavier, it's a lot harder, and I'm not just saying that because, uh, uh, you know, we're coaching in, in this side, it's uh, it's from players that have been on uh, on the other side, in the east and the north, and I've coached on the other side as well, it's just a little bit younger, it's, it's, it's just a little bit of a different game, um, but I think the thing that really... Really stands out for for Philip is this um, uh, in, in his I'll just give you his last five games he hasn't been on the ice for any five on five scoring chances against and I think um I think that that that's really really exciting and uh, you know obviously he's producing some offense we're we're not talking penalty kill and power play we're talking he hasn't been on the ice for any five on five so so you know when you go up to the National League you're not going to go on uh, uh, you know the the top unit there from a power play perspective and everybody values offense and you know he needs to know how to defend and and all young players when you go up a level you need to know how to play without the puck you need to be in shape Uh, you need to make sure uh, that your your defensive responsibilities are intact and that he's definitely showing that right now well the
1: minutes certainly rise when you're playing as much special teams as it sounds like he is but who is his five on five partner during most of this run
2: the last, late, latest run here has been Ben Gleason playing the uh, yeah. playing the right, the left shot, playing the right side, and uh, someone who uh, they complement each other well. I think they both uh, they both can drive a, a deep air, uh, and um, you know Keith McCambridge, our our coach, made that uh, made that switch, and it's uh, it's uh, it's been uh, been real real nice, and they they really really uh, settled things uh, settled things down back there.
1: Uh, just a couple more questions for the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk, uh, Dylan Holloway back. Up with the big club now, but just give me a review of what those four games were like, and and how he looked to you at center.
2: You know, he was he was really good. Um, you know the uh, you know the first few games, obviously, we were, we were we got canceled because there was a water main thing in San Diego, but uh, the next four. Um, you know, he was same as Broberg playing top penalty kill, top power play, getting, getting lots of minutes, 20 plus minutes a night. Um, you know, he skates so well and, and he's matured and he's stronger that, that, that gets him into the areas he can break free at our level. Uh, he was impactful offensively, uh, each night, uh, in his last, uh, in his last two games, he was, uh, I believe it was 60 and 80% in the faceoff circle. So, um, you know, that, that, that's exceptional. He was out, uh, uh at the end of the game in Colorado, uh, uh, with a one-goal lead, uh, taking the face off, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately he didn't win it, uh, but uh, he was he, he was in those moments and he was in those pressure situations to to go go through it and see how that feels. Uh, I would say you know in the last game it was a back-to-back. He played a lot of minutes and we lost Jaden Groom due to injury, so he he logged a little bit more and we, we it fatigued him a little bit, but uh, you know he's a young man and uh, and, and he I, I would say he's a horse at our level, so you know. I think um, I think it, that's exciting for him that he did, did a fair job. I think uh, one area, and he knows and talked about it, it, just kind of being to make sure he's got low support uh, on the breakout. Uh, you know, a little bit different than a winger, obviously. So uh, just being mindful of that. But, you know, we're excited to see uh, see how he does up at Edmonton.
1: Yeah, certainly the fans and maybe a few media members are as well. And uh, Colin, lastly for you, goaltending-wise, uh, looking at what Jack Campbell has really uh, rebounded to do for for the Condors. 8-3 and 0 records in 11 appearances, 8-9-11. Yep, you betcha. 266 yep. goals against and a 921 save percentage. I imagine his spirits are are a lot higher than when he first uh, arrived down there. Not to say that he took things uh, poorly or anything like that, but uh, this has been a nice stretch for Campbell, hasn't it?
2: yeah you know it's uh, you know obviously it's a difficult situation for everybody uh, you know and, and mostly on jack right and you know is is the first three games uh, really you know there was there were pucks going in that were saveable he knows that uh, you know i think you know from from that part on uh, he's he's really uh, he's with us he he, he it's, it's not something that he said it's something that i feel it's something that the guys feel that he wants to be part of the solution uh, i believe he loves it Bakersfield. Everybody wants to be in the National Hockey League, but um, it's the feeling, it's it's his work ethic and practice, uh, and it's play showing. You know, I, I feel like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders. I think Sly has done a fan, fantastic job. I think the players have done a fantastic job making him feel welcome, and then Jack as well has put his best foot forward and came in with a smile on his face every day, and then put the work boots on. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm really happy for Jack that uh, you know he's, he's getting he's getting some results and you know, you take away those, those first three games, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. And then the last thing I'll say, the guys are playing hard in front of them. They, 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 they want to help them. They they want to see him succeed as, as does, uh, as does Jack. So it's nice to see.
1: Colin, you've got San Jose coming up on Wednesday. I'll wish you the best of luck, but before I let you go, I do have one final, final question. Do, do you have a makeup date yet for those two games that were lost in San Diego?
2: Yeah, we believe, uh, believe they are, um they are march i believe it's monday march 4th in san diego and wednesday march uh, 27th
1: in san diego as okay well. way down the road all right colin i really appreciate this tonight uh, good luck this week Okay, great. Thanks for having me on. All right. Colin Chalk is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. He joins us for Wave Bathroom Renovations. It's Brendan Escott here with you. I'll remind you that Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years now. 15 Edmonton and area locations, four more in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Head online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store my recommendation remains the texans even though they bowed out of the playoffs we will uh, bring it back we, we got to figure out what the text of the day is going to be or rather our draw entrant for the text of the week and reed wilkins is in the booth as well we'll press pause one last time on oilers now bob Stoffer's posing for pictures tonight alongside cam moon it's oilers picture day eh? Uh, Not to be mistaken for the team picture day, which is a couple months from now after the trade deadline, as Texter says, first time, Texter, by the way, first time that they pulled out their cell phone, had the impetus, Uh probably just got a phone, to pass along the message. And they took the time to say, "God bless Ken Holland." This is our Stanley Cup year. Uh, gonna go ahead and throw that one in the text of the week draw. Why not? It's awfully optimistic. Text of the week draw, where winners receive three months of washes at Bob's favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash. One zero 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 four. 169th Street we'll make the uh, weekly draw winner announcement on Friday's show you heard Reed Wilkins there he has the airwaves for the next hour and uh, no shortage of things to talk about Reed
0: there really isn't most of it revolving around Corey Perry yeah uh, we'll we'll hit on some of the main comments today from him from Knoblock from Ken Holland from nurse And McDavid, who both seemed quite pleased that uh, they are playing with and not against Corey Perry, though the Corey Perry they played against perhaps was uh, more in his prime than this version of Corey Perry, though he's not coming in to be one of the Oilers' top six or seven offensive threats, which I I think is going to be nice. So we'll go over that. Plenty of time for audience feedback tonight, phone calls and texts. We'll touch a little bit on the AJHL story. Uh, to be honest with, with everybody not as much as I would have liked simply because no one it wants to go on a radio show and talk about it I've talked to people somehow I have well, ended up did, doing
1: multiple interviews good, on because you know and a lot about the league I, and you, I, you covered I, it
0: more recently than I did but <clears throat> I wanted to get owner, GM, coach um Someone
1: the to explain, of the league. like, why is it happening yeah. right now and not at a time when the season isn't actively going on? That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Why in the middle of the year?
0: Well, I, I think what it looks like is going to happen is that those five teams basically will be suspended for the rest of the season because they're not letting them play anybody else except... Well, they're basically saying, we can't stop you from playing each other, but we won't count it in the standing. So I think that's what will happen. But the, I've been told by a couple of organizations is we'll talk to you, but not until we know what's happening with our season. And I mean, other stuff I've been told off the record, which I I don't want to share because that's not fair though. My, the stuff I w- I've i been over and you've been over for why it's happening, the Europeans, the age thing, getting paid for drafted kids. That's all in the bucket of why it's happening. Sure.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is insanity. Insanity, and it's um, <laughs> insane. It, it's frankly dwarfing the fact at this point in this one small moment that the Oilers have won 13 games in a row, and as the schedule has unfolded, they have a pretty good chance at extending that for even a few more. Now, there's lots of business to take care of before that happens, and three of well, they play the next three at home, um, so it's going to be a good time to potentially add uh, another. Piece of another log to the fire, shall we
0: say? Yeah, start. I mean, start tomorrow. And, and again, with the Oilers, is there's a consistency of their effort. They are out chancing the opposition almost every game. And, you know, I mean, Rob and I talked about it after the game on Saturday. They've won 13 in a row, 12 of them, they were the better team. They probably should have lost to Chicago because they played a bit of a stinky game, but they played a bad team. Now, could a night happen where They get goal Because here's the thing They've been goalied Three or four times So to speak, and still won. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that never used to happen. Just keep going. I mean, they are they are going to lose a game, but there there's a consistency in their effort and their performance that I that I think is very very good to see.
1: Did you tell us who's coming up on the show? Did I miss that?
0: It's all me, baby. It's Uh, all tape and it's all tape and me and and listener actions and Kellen, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe Kellen will name the animal. I don't. I just like to throw that out there anytime I can. This day in Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel. Join an exclusive four night road trip to dallas to see the oilers play the stars in april call uh, or visit newwesttravel.com you go back to 2019 this was the date they let go of peter chiarelli holy smokes of times changed about two days after Miko Koskinen's contract extension was signed. Anyway, uh, yeah, that ended uh, pretty tumultuous tenure, and here we are signing Corey Perry for an Oilers Cup run. Bobble preview: Oilers and Blue Jackets tomorrow. Brian Lawton for Wow Factor desserts, and uh, Jody Shelley, a Blue Jackets analyst, he'll join us as well. Thanks, Reed. Thanks to you, the good Chad Texter slash listener. It's Brendan Escott here. Good night.